TheItSpot.com. I think my gear must be dusty too. Mm. I'm the clever one, or the potato one. No, I'm not drunk, madam, but you give me an idea. A very bad habit. You're listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Hello. Hello. What year is it? Whose baby is it? What's your angle? <laughs> it's been a while. It has been. It has been. Welcome to another episode of, what is it called? It's still air out my shorts. My shorts. Yes. We haven't changed that part, but we have forgotten many things. Yeah, since since our last whatever or whatever, there's been a Christmas and a New Year's and... All kinds of a St. Patrick's Day. We've missed a lot of milestones. This is true. There have been vacations and viruses and all kinds of stuff. I know you had a vacation. I did. A proper one, like you left town and everything. Yeah, it left uh, left the continent, actually, uh, which was kind of nice. It was a last-minute decision. literally decided... Less than a week, or about a week before, I guess we we left. But it wasn't it wasn't booked until until less than a week before. So. Well, I guess you needed it if you booked it that quickly. <laughs> That's <laughs> usually the only reason that happens, or you get a chance of a lifetime super cheap deal. Yeah, that was Mrs. Button saying, uh, "I gotta go on vacation. I've got four days off. Let's next week. Let's go somewhere." And then it was sort of like, "Yeah, yeah," and then. It's like, wait, really? Uh, like, yeah, I think so. so. So in other words, you weren't really listening, and then it became a reality, and you had to pretend you had heard it the first well, time? Well, no, no. Of course I was listening and and into going. I just didn't know how serious she was. But yeah, it worked out, and we went to Bermuda for four days, or three days, I guess, actually. How was it? I've never been there. It's nice. The thing is, it's not. it's off-season, off so it doesn't... It's not like going to Mexico in the middle of winter and it's 90 degrees. It's actually more like spring weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was considerably warmer than it was here. Of course. So, And the last day we were there, I mean, you can definitely lie at it on the beach and get burnt if you want. And did you do that? No. <laughs> no, I was crawling but- around caves. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I know that you're more of a sightseeing vacationer, not a beachgoer. As can be told by your pasty flesh with its greenish hue even in the middle of regular summer. Uh, yeah, I definitely um, don't, don't see a lot of sun and it shows. <laughs> you have to, you know, you got to blame your Irish roots for that. If I were to expose my belly in the middle of summer, it, uh, there would be serious physical repercussions to me, I think. And to others. And to anyone looking on, yes. <laughs> oh, the glare. An instant burn, too. Pink belly, pink belly. Yes. So what else is new? Well, uh, not, not, not that much, I suppose. Uh, I can't, of course, now I can't think of anything. 
I knew that's what was going to happen. But even if we had recorded last week, you'd say the same thing. So that's true. <laughs> it doesn't seem to matter. The duration between recordings has nothing to do with. I think we just have memory issues. I mean, angry phone guy was here, but it was so long ago now that I've forgotten every second of it. Then Mumblebee was here and Clutch Murphy was here. And by the way, that is Mumblebee's sister's husband's proper air up my shorts name. I don't know where brother-in-law Boner came from. It's Clutch Murphy. <laughs> it somehow popped into my head while he was here. And he's like, oh, my God, I forgot that name. I love that nickname. Um, and we had stupid old school good time fun. Um, somewhere in there, I also, as per usual, made an ass out of myself on TTN. Oh, and I narrated an episode of Pseudopod while on my deathbed. I heard I, that. I actually oh my listened God. to it a couple of days ago. Did I, you? I do actually subscribe to Pseudopod, but I don't necessarily listen to it that often. Mm -hmm. It's sort of, you know, I'll listen to a couple here, a couple there, or whatever. They're really good for road trips. I don't like listening to something like that where I have to be, where it's an actual whole story while I'm doing other things, because you kind of have to be attentive. Yeah, you really you really have to pay attention to what's going on, or else you miss it. That's happened mm -hmm. to me before, where I had to rewind, or I had to just abandon it. Right. Right, but I love them for road trips. And, uh, yeah, I just felt bad, because I was running out of time, but I was really sick. So I read the whole thing with a nasty... Uh, Bronchial <clears throat> infection, which... Take this how you will. You sounded exactly like you always do. <laughs> I don't think that's a good thing. Perhaps bronchial is your sound. <laughs> yes. Yes. Forget soothing tones. It's the bronchial. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> uh, anyway, I really found it noticeable, but... Say la vie... It had to meet the deadline, so it happened anyway. Um, what else? Uh, Lulu Fontaine and the lovely Mr. Fontaine celebrated their 39th wedding anniversary. Wow. And my parents celebrated their 48th. That is crazy. It's crazy talk. Can you believe people are still married? Those kind of numbers. Those, those kind of years in this day and age. 48 years. 48 years. I think my grandparents were only married 51 or 52. I remember thinking that was insane. I could be wrong. My, you know, it's numbers. So mm. what, what do I know? But yeah, I think that's all I've got top of my head. Uh, you keep hitting your desk. Do I? Yes. I'm sorry. My, my setup is a little new for me. Like that. Moving your mic. Um, and you keep lip-smacking and sniffling. Yeah, I, I'm all stuffed up for some reason. It just started happening just before I hit record. That's because all your gear is so dusty. You're having a little allergy That's attack. That's possibly it. That is exactly what it is. I remember um, when we recorded back in our original studio, that was the case. We'd, we'd start recording, and I'd instantly get all stuffed up. because yeah, the as soon as room. Yes, it was. Well, it was the every, you know, dust, other people's DNA. 
cigarette smoke soaked nicotine walls and curtains and couches and yeah that was not a healthy environment for anyone no no but we did sound better in there yes uh substantially very very much so (laughs) very much so it was at least soundproofed but that was the layers of dna (laughs) (laughs) and that's enough about link the uh that's an interesting thought that the sound was absorbed by bacteria. I'm convinced it was. Dust dust can be a, a good soundproofer, a dampener. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm thinking we should probably read a story since this is here up my shorts. Indeed. And looking into the mailbag here. Uh, okay, I have one. Mr. Buttons and Miss Whore, here's another tale for you to read, mock, on the air, podcast, those are in brackets. I shall endeavor to get a short to you at least once a month to keep that mailbag stocked well. Yay! I love hearing you guys on the air and look forward to each podcast, no matter how long a gap between them. You guys are (laughs) awesome, and I really appreciate... You are pressuring me to keep my writing skills sharp. Expect more from me unless I get shanked at work. Just kidding. Take care, you two. Buttons, keep warm in the Great White North and keep filming your short movies. Or take care of that hand and keep pumping out them paintings. Doxim. Ah. That's from. Lovely. I hope he doesn't get shanked at work. That would suck. Uh, yeah, that kind of would. But I really, I hope no one gets shanked at work, you know. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> it's not good for I, I, I it's hope really I not... don't get shanked at work. <laughs> I hope I don't either. <laughs> could happen to anyone, really. Things to do today. <laughs> don't get shanked. <clears throat> oh, man. I think my gear must be dusty, too. Mm. Anyway, this story is called Ten Minute Major by Doxon, a.k.a. Ryan Saunders. My breath hangs in front of me, a cloud of white in the frigid air. I stand hunched over, ready for the action that is going to begin in a few short minutes. We have bled, we have poured sweat from our bodies, we have done everything possible to reach this moment, and tonight... We will cry victory. I glance at the opponent before me, taking the anger in his eyes. I'm not intimidated. I have faced worse in my time. I risk a glance to the right, my other linesman watching the referee as he approaches the center dot. I nod as Murray, our right wing, flicks his eyes in my direction. He knows we have this, and his certainty is infectious. Oh, no, I think it's a hockey story. Uh, yeah, I'm disappointed. I thought they were going to fight. There is fighting in hockey. That's, no, that's maybe true. the only thing I really like about it. But you can't... I, I guess I could probably find something that would just give me only fighting in hockey without the hockey bit. But in general, I mean, Dachshund knows better to know that I don't like sports. I should be a little offended. Maybe I do hope he gets shanked at work. 
Down with sports. My eyes, my eyes returned to the front, preparing for the initial puck drop. I closed my eyes for a moment, listening to the roar of the crowd rushing over the ice and opened them to see my opponent grinning evilly toward me. I'm going to jam this stick up your ass, he hisses. Why did he put fives instead of S's? I, I gonna, was going to read gonna it j- as, I'm going to stick it up your A55. Five five. <laughs> he must have had some parental lockout autocorrect happening. He hisses as the referee lifts his arm to the right of me and blows the whistle. The puck seems to drop in slow motion as I grin sarcastically to the winger in front of me and reply, Funny, that's exactly what I did to your mom last night. You know, I saw winger as winger. It's like, yeah, you... I grinned sarcastically to the winger on my, in front of me. As, yeah. o- as only you would. Stop your whinging. <laughs> Who would ever read it that way? The winger growls a curse under his breath and comes fully <laughs> upright as the puck lands on the ice. Everything slows to a crawl as he curls his gloves in his curls. curls his gloves from his hands, balls his fists and skates forward. How come he didn't spell balls with a five? <laughs> I drop my own gloves as I come upright, spinning slightly to the left, giving him a smaller target, and throwing my elbow up and forward. The blow hits the Canuck on the side of his mouth, and I revel in the bloody tooth that spits from his mouth as his head whips to the side. My victory is short-lived, however, as the momentum throws me a hair. Ding! Turn the page. (laughs) Off balance. And he recovers, bringing a fierce uppercut, landing just under my ear, sending a horrific ringing or sorry, ringing through the auditory canal. For our buttons listeners, ringing. It's a ring, ringing is more horrific than a ringing. Mm-hmm. Sounds awful. It's, it's ringing with substance. The fight is spreading. I can hear other members of our teams grunting and huffing as blows to the body and face are traded. I reach out with my left arm, grabbing the jersey of my opponent just over his shoulder and pulling him closer. My right fist slams into his face over and over, drawing blood and grunts from him as they land. He throws punches ineffectually, for the most part, toward me. Some glance at me, some connect, but nothing matches the pounding he is receiving. Start a fight with me, eh? I mock the Canadian player. You sure didn't know what I was a boot. <laughs> you sure d- <laughs> you sure didn't know what I was a boot, did you? It's not like I have to read it the way he has written it because it would sound the way he's written it if I just said it normally. <laughs> yeah. Although my little brother did say that he thinks my Canadian accent is fading. People here don't seem to think so. I ask, mocking the Canadian speech idioms. He spits a wad of phlegmy blood to the ice, grins a gapped smile toward me, and slams his forehead into mine. Conk! That's the way you do it. 
I stagger backward on the ice, my skates barely holding me up. That was a beauty, eh? He asks me as the linesman approaches us, whistling frantically for the escalating brawl to cease. He spins and plants a fist into the referee's nose, sending him sprawling to the ice. Sorry! Oh, sorry, he says to the linesman still on the ice, holding his bleeding nose. You cannot be stopping this fight, eh? <laughs> Come on! What? You're bringing non-Canadian accents into this completely. Uh, what I read it doesn't work. No, if you read it normally, it would be perfect. <laughs> you cannot... You cannot... <laughs> you can need to be stopping this fight, eh? I guess we don't talk like that. No. As he turns back to me, I lurch forward, grabbing him in a bear hug and hefting him from the ice. He flails with his pinned arms, trying to break the grip I hold on him. Be polite to this, I say, dropping forward, slamming him onto his back and landing on top of him. He grunts as I lift myself straddling him, placing blows against both sides of his face. Sorry, 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 I repeat over and over as I hit him again and again. <laughs> wow, this is just loaded with Canadianism, Canadian stereotypisms thingies. Uh, I find it racist. Well, <laughs> it's not, we're not really a race. It's, All right, it's, it's prejudice. It's Canuckist. Very Canuckist. He is unbelievably laughing as I continue to pummel his cheeks. His, his face is a black and blue puffy mess, and he is laughing. I stop for a moment looking down at the Canuck in confusion. What the hell is so funny about this, I think to myself. Then I feel the crack of wood against the back of my helmet and lurch, lurch forward off the Canadian, landing on the ice face down myself. His teammate, I see, has stopped next to him and is helping him up from the ice. I push myself up, taking in the ice around me. Players from both sides are being escorted from the ice, bloody and torn. It was a battle, and the crowd loved every second of it. I hope you're going to put some uh, Hockey Night in Canada music in here. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> That's how it goes, isn't it? Some, something like that. <laughs> That's how much hockey I know. I'm sure we can find, dig something up. The two Canucks skate toward me, holding their hands out. We shake and skate off the ice. As there is no room left in the penalty box, as we reach our individual boxes, the Canuck looks over and shouts around his swollen mouth, See you next period, eh? I smile, anticipating the continued brawl, and wondering just how much this night is going to cost me. Da 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 da. Do 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 do. And that was a nice little uh, story called Ten Minute Major from Doxim. Huge generalization, very offensive. If Doxim wasn't the only person still sending stories to us, we might have to not talk to him ever again. Well, I um, hope if he tries to get into the country, they won't let him in. <laughs> they'll Google him, and they'll, they'll pull up his story. Of course. Let's see. This is offensive. Go, go back to where he came from. Okay? <laughs> uh, 
I wish I knew enough about hockey to have a bunch of hockey lingo to to play with, you know. To, 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 to use as material, you mean? Just to know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. Well, he really shut out the critics with this story. That's all I can say. All I know is hat trick, and I couldn't find a way to use it. Dean Dean knows a lot about hockey. I think he still plays regularly. I think so. And he's a goalie, so I he think is he, a goalie. He plays for everyone. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna make a phone call? We are gonna try, and all we can do is try. Hello. This who I think this is. It depends. Who do you think this is? Is this a word whore? What are you wearing? What am I wearing? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Are are you wearing um, hockey equipment? No. A helmet at least? No. Should I be? (laughs) I don't know. You are on the air. I think it all depends on what you're doing. You're on the air with Preston Buttons and the word whore, and I believe I called Be Doomed. Yes, how's it going? I'm okay. How are you? Awesome. I am exhausted. It's been a long day. Aw, did we catch you at a bad time? No, you actually caught me at probably the only time I could talk. It's wonderful. Perfect. Tell us a story. <laughs> a story? <laughs> Just tell us something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I'm, I'm too tired for a story. I've been. I've been working all day. I've been substitute teaching for sixth graders. They're Ooh. like monsters. They're monsters. That's an ugly age. Yeah. Yeah. They're just old enough to, to hate what they're doing, and know how to how to hate it just right, and know that they can backtalk you, and you know, start questioning. They start questioning things, and they. Scary. And they're mouthy. Very. Uh, have they have they made you cry yet? <laughs> no, I'm a little more thick skinned for that. Is that your gig now? You're teaching? Uh it's, it's part of my gig. My other my other gig is typing and, and my third gig is uh of course uh escape artist and my my fourth gig is studying for the LSAT. I have a lot of gigs. No kidding. What do you mean by typing? You're just like data entry or? It's uh, it's email transcription or audio transcription. Oh. Ooh, what do you yeah. charge for that? Uh, well, the company charges, I think, like 50 bucks a month. I, I just I just work there. I see. So yeah. so what kind of rate could we get on, you know, having all the all the air out my shorts podcasts? Transcribed. Oh, God, I think I think I think you just get arrested. Uh, you're like no, Smithsonian's no, people, asking for them. <laughs> Come on, the right answer was priceless. <laughs> you can't you can't put a number on something like that. 
yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. you're you're going for your LSAT. It's yeah. Madness. Yeah, it's madness. When's that? Uh, I think it's in June. Hold yeah. on, I need to get a drink. I'll be back in two seconds. You guys talk about something. <laughs> okay. How's it, how's it how's it going over in in air up my shorts land? It's uh it's been going slow, but uh, we're trying to ramp up again, which we say every couple of months now, of course. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, gotta keep trying. Uh, what kind of law do you want to go into? I have no idea at this point. Something something that doesn't suck the life out of me or other people, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> what I miss? <laughs> that could be a tall order. Yeah, I know, I know, but I don't know. Maybe something. Maybe something that people actually end up smiling after. I, I like helping people. You know, I like I like making people's lives at least somewhat easier, or at least get on the right track. So, teaching counts kind of as helping people. Yeah, oh, it does. I, it's it's like as rewarding as it is terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've learned that I don't want to be a teacher, and I've learned that teachers need to get paid more. Oh, that's yes, that's a gift. I mean, like everyone says it, but it's completely different when you live it. Mm-hmm. How's your love life? It's good. I'm getting married in <gasps> a year. No, you're engaged. Yeah, I'm engaged. Be doomed is engaged. Yeah. Yay. We probably should know that, but. No. No, because yeah. I still think he's really young in my head. How old were uh, you when you first started listening to Arrow My Shorts? Oh, God, like 15? There you I go. Think. And now you're getting married. <laughs> yeah. It's what, 10 years ish? Wow. I'm getting I'm getting married in my June next year. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. And what is the la- lovely lady's name? Her name is Kim. K Doomed actually is her handle. K Doomed, I like that. Right. Very nice. Pretty, pretty clever. And what does she, what does she do? <laughs> she's finishing school, and then we don't know what she's doing. Well, <laughs> but isn't 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 that what everyone does? Yes. <laughs> Here, let me ask you this. Uh, buses one, two, and three make one trip each day, and they're the only ones nope. that riders A, B, C, D, and E, F, and G take to work. Neither E nor G takes bus one on a day when B does. G does not take bus two on a day when D does. When A and F take the same bus, it's always bus three, and C always takes bus three. Traveling together to work, B, C, and G could take which of the same buses on any given day? A, one only, B, two only, C, three only, E, two and three only, E, one, two and three. B, C, and G can go fuck themselves. Be tired to figure out their bullshit. My answer was, my head just exploded. I stopped listening after the third my letter. My answer is, I am not sitting for the outset right now. <laughs> my answer well, it is, sounds like you're not going to be my prepared answer is, in a month. Buy a fucking car. <laughs> Take a taxi. Uh, I, I think you. I think you've got to show a, a little more, uh, a little more interest in in your studies. This is really yeah. what you want to do. I'm, I mean, that's what studying is for. Studying it. And... <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of work. What do you do for hobbies other than other than all the all your moderating? Games. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of video games, a little guitar, and uh, that's that's kind of it these days. I'm, I'm I'm mostly at work. I guess it's understandable that you haven't written a story for us in a very long time. Yeah, I need to get on that. In fact, I don't even remember when the last time was. Uh, probably three or so years ago with Ooh. my story about, uh, pretty much me. Still, your last story was probably only about four episodes ago, if it was five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I know. They, um... <laughs> no, we're in no place to badger people about their lackadaisical contribution to the show. <laughs> we're just as guilty. <laughs> Yeah, I keep I keep telling myself, oh man, I should just plot plunger a story up and send it in, and then I just get sidetracked with other things and don't. But I assume that's what everyone else is doing. Well, no, they they actually aren't all from the plot plunger, and I'm glad because I didn't want people to think that was the point of it. It's yeah. just if you're stuck. But um, I do I do want to pick your brain a little bit. I'm looking for uh, an idea for a way we could majorly boost the usage of our audio comment line by coming up with some way to do a chain story. A chain story? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'm thinking if we just name the characters and then people just call in with one or two sentences and we just put, yeah, put them to, together in to the order they arrive. <laughs> but you'd have to have some ability to have continuity, wouldn't you? I, I mean, know. Caller two would have to know what caller one said to make any sense whatsoever. I know, but part part of the fun of it will be that it won't it won't make any damn sense <laughs> at all. Huh. I don't know. There's got to be a way because honestly, if people st- don't start using that phone line, I'm going to shut it down. <laughs> I don't even know why I set it up. No one ever calls. No, we're low on the list. I mean, I mean, you got yourselves to blame. You spent like what two years completely underground. I wouldn't say two whole years. <laughs> yeah, close to. Well. <laughs> Tell us something nice. <laughs> something <laughs> nice. Yes. Now yeah, all we're doing funny. is beating each other up right now. <laughs> no, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. <laughs> I mean, isn't that like? one of the stages of being, you know, that, that wasted is you start, you know, you go from, you go from happy to reflecting on all your mistakes. And I mean, I had a, I had a friend who, who would get insanely depressed and fight people. Yeah. We've probably gone through those phases too. Yeah. You should, you should, you guys should get into like a hockey match so you can do the fighting completely legally. We just read a story about a hockey match. Oh, really? Yes. Was there fighting? It was pretty much all fighting. Cool. Was there blood spilled? Much, much blood. And Mm. a lot of Canadian stereotypes that were so very offensive. (laughs) I mean, you got to be offensive on a hockey story that's going to be broadcast on a Canadian podcast. Agreed. Agreed. (laughs) You know that we're not offended at all, but it's fun to pretend we are. Yeah. I mean, you have to. By the same by the same token that you have to be offensively stereotypical, you have to be offended. 
Agreed. Yes, it's only yeah. fair. Yeah. How's the art world going? Um, it's okay. <laughs> That's not the best answer. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, there's no harder way to try to make a buck, basically. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I know there are other equally difficult things, but yeah, it's a battle. It's a battle. Yeah, tooth and nail. Mm-hmm. My, my friends resorted to uh, making um, iPhone cases and, and sunglasses and skateboards uh, with his art. Mm. He said he, he started doing that, and it's weird for him because he knows his art is going to eventually be, like, thrown away. Right. You know, if you make it, you make an iPhone case and it's good for that model of iPhone, and then once you get a new one, you're done with it. True. So, you know, it's a weird impermanence of his artwork that it's just like coming to terms with. You know, you just you do what you gotta do. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough world. It sure is. If we weren't all just so damn artsy fartsy trying to make movies and art, and you know, yeah, <laughs> and stellar yeah. internet content, then that's why. That's why the. <laughs> That's why the soulless world of, of law is starting to look better and better. I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're not going to experience the soulless uh, world of law unless you can answer uh, when a pregnant lab rats are given caffeine equivalent to the amount of a human would consume by drinking six cups of coffee a day an increase in the incidence of birth defect results. When asked if the government would require warning labels on products containing caffeine, the spokesperson stated that it would not because the government would lose credibility if the finding of the studies were to be refuted in the future. Which of the following is most strongly suggested by the government statement above? A. A warning that applies to a small population is inappropriate. B. Very few people drink as many as six cups of coffee a day. C. There are doubts about the conclusive nature of the studies on animals. D, studies on rats provide little data about human birth defects. E, the seriousness of birth defects involving caffeine is not clear. I'd go with D. <laughs> what was that? You'll go with D? D. I make B untrue. Uh, s- sorry, you fail at law. The answer is C. If the government acts before the study can be proven conclusively, it will lose credibility. Come on, this that. is kids' stuff. Yeah, but never said that one. You didn't. You didn't read it very well. I did. Uh, it was really hard to follow your your. I'm actually really, really good at the uh, the uh, argument ones. At least so far, but that's a whole nother bunch of bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's not all bullshit. Everything's gonna be wonderful in your future and your wonderful. your your big wedding, and then you've got all that law school ahead of you. Then you're gonna crank out some little doomed babies. <laughs> oh no, that that, okay. that didn't sound very good. <laughs> you know, little A doomed and M doomed. The doomed family. The doomed family. <laughs> It didn't. It didn't come out right when I said crank out some doomed babies. Now there's a story. Maybe I'll make a story about doomed babies. 
All right. Well, we should let you get back to resting and or studying and or moderating and or typing or preparing for your teaching of tomorrow. It's, it's really all those things all the time at once. Remember to try to have a little fun once in a while. <laughs> I will. Okay. Yeah, take care. Thank you for answering your Skypey thing. <laughs> bye. <laughs> take care. Bye-bye. It was good to hear his little voice, all grown up. Crazy. Crazy talk. We should go. We should go. We have, uh, we need to, I'm serious about the chain thing. So if you have any thoughts on how that could work. I have none. Please people, tell me. Please call in. Well, I'm saying you don't need to have them right this second. Just give it some no. thought. Yes. But people, please call in anyway. Yes, please. And what is that number, Buttons? It's 305-600-5832. Isn't 305-600, I don't know. (laughs) Some word that doesn't work, but I can't remember what it was now. (laughs) What does it it make that I was saying before? It doesn't. Well, I was saying something. No, you were. Just it it was CUDA, (laughs) K-U-D-A. If that doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't help us. We're so used to six hundred Kuda, as in Kuda. Had a Kuda had a V eight. That's not hockey related. I wanted something hockey related. Kuda, you not uh, be racist in your stories. Kuda knocked your teeth out. Very good. Kuda ended up in the penalty box. Could have been banned from Canada. Could have had a whiskey. No, that might have been the gin. Could've I think changed the channel. Could have, would have, should have. Anyway, 305-600-5832. Please review us on iTunes. Please, please. Pretty please. And visit our Facebook group and join it. And maybe that will come in handy for our chain letter story idea if I wrap my brain about how that could work. Send us some comments. We might read them out. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Send us email at shorts at the itspot.com. That's also where you send your stories. Shorts at the itspot.com. Bye. Ciao. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. My shorts. That was a beauty, eh? Hello out there, we're on the air, it's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump, and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Second period, 
where players dash with skates of flash. The home team trails behind, but they grab the puck and go bursting up, and they're down across the line. They storm the crease like bumblebees. They travel like a burning flame. We see them slide the puck inside. It's a one-one hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name, and the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Third period, last game in the playoffs too. Oh, take me where the hockey players face off down the rink, and the Stanley Cup is all filled up for the champs who win the drink. Now the final flick of a hockey stick and a one gigantic scream. The puck is in. The home team wins the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name, and the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name, and the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old. Hockey game is the best game you can name, and the best game you can name is the good old hockey game.